Hola, you're listening to In Your Piel or In Your Skin, a skincare podcast highlighting POCS editions, beauty professionals, and everything in between. I'm your host, Claire, and I'm here to help you feel empowered, find services near you, and learn about other POC beauty professionals that are doing big things in the industry. I'm an esthetician, digital marketer, polyglot, and I'm obsessed with all things globalization and skincare. I founded the brand Beauty Traducia, where I share skincare tips in a multilingual context, and I met so many amazing estheticians of color in the process. Finding beauty professionals of color is a common struggle on social media, and for this reason, I'm looking to highlight those that may look like you and can resonate with the struggles of being a POC in industries where inclusivity isn't always top of mind. This is a space where I look to share their story, new product launches, and talk about what we love most in the industry. If you're ready to find beauty professionals that can resonate with your story and maybe learn bits of a foreign language when possible, you are on the right show. Hello and welcome to yet another weekly episode of In Your Piel podcast. Today I'm really excited because I'm going to be interviewing somebody that I I talked to way in the beginning, way when I was starting. I think she was episode eight or nine. You might remember Sonia from Springfield, Missouri. She used to have a business with her sister. She's now on her own and you can find her on Instagram under Grit Beauty Company. So welcome, Sonia. I'm so happy to have you back. And I want to share with everybody what you've been up to and this new brand and advice you may have for our listeners that want to do what you're doing. And yeah, I just, I, I know I needed to get you back on here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be back. Um, new face, new hair, new business name. <laughs> <laughs> we are back and better than ever. I love that you shaved your head. I think that's so cool. And like, it looks great on you. I've always wanted to do it, you know, but I hesitated. And the plan was to grow my hair out until my 30th birthday and then shave it. But oh my God, it got so hard to maintain. And you live in the South. So you have like humidity and all these other factors to think about. yeah. Yeah. And trying to maintain like a natural hairstyle while running a business and being a mom and a wife is like, okay, somebody's got to go. Yep. Got something's <laughs> got to go. <laughs> you know, you're not cutting out the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners for that are hearing your name and learning about you for the first time? And obviously that's an invitation for you to go back go scroll back way to the beginning of the podcast and go check out her episode with her sister because they have a great story yeah um so i'm sanja i run grit beauty company um i just started this new solo venture um in january this year kind of a spur of the moment decision like most of my business plans if you even want to call them that um, but I'm really excited. I have um, some pretty cool projects in mind that I have coming up that I'm going to announce. If you want to follow me and stay tuned, um, I'm on Instagram at Grip Beauty Co. Um, I'm going to be trying my hand in e-commerce. Cool. So, Love um, to hear it. It's kind of exciting, kind of reminding me of like my MySpace days, building mm-hmm. a website. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you're building um, it all yourself. I would have outsourced that. But. Yeah, I mean, I kind of 
considered it, but I'm going through Shopify, so they make it super easy easy to, you know, get everything started and running. So, um, yeah, I've been just kind of trying to balance my time in the treatment room with building the website. And um, actually this week I took off a lot of time to focus on the website and try to get it um, decent enough because I'm announcing my new project on Monday. So Nice. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. I'm nervous as I'll get out, but, you know, it'll all work out. And what, so you do lashes and you're also an esthetician for, so facials, waxing, all of that. Do you have a favorite treatment you do? Um, my absolute favorite treatment right now is probably my oxygen facial treatments. I have like a variety of them. I have like three different kinds and Oxygen treatments are just amazing for acne yeah. and rosacea, which is like They're my favorite two most common worrisome, problematic skin conditions. So mm-hmm. um, they're my favorite. Very effective in reducing um, redness in the skin, inflammation, and also kills P. acne bacteria, which uh-huh. is the bacteria that causes acne. So um that's probably my favorite it's the most effective and it's quick too it's one of my quickest facials that's so cool yeah it was fun for me when I worked at Equinox that was one of my most sought out treatments people would come to me because you have the little aerosol gun we didn't have the the plastic dome which I love I think that looks so cool yeah we just had the little aerosol gun and we would do a little thermoplaning and then do that and Mm -hmm. people just love it soak it all in they leave all glowy yep (laughs) like their skin takes a big breath of fresh air (laughs) while we're on the topic of breath of fresh air so you changed your business name and maybe you can go into a little bit of detail how the change of business name has been for you this year i mean i assume you have people that know you as your old name with the with the sisters with your with your other brand but just getting introducing people to this new brand this new adventure for you maybe you could talk a bit about that Um, yeah, so the process was, um, we tried to make it as smooth as possible and kind of did it, I think, pretty slowly, kind of like, Mm -hmm. hey, we're splitting up, we're, um, we're going to be two different names now, Um, we're in the same spot, we're not leaving anywhere, we're just changing our name. Oh, you're in Um, the same spot. Yeah, we're in the same spot. Um, and it's honestly not been bad. Like, um, there was maybe a little bit of confusion, but, um, it, I mean, it's my sister. So she was like, oh, just go talk to Sanja. So <laughs> it wasn't like that crazy or hectic. Anyway, I like, I feel like maybe some clients feel like it was hectic, but I feel like it was a smooth transition. Uh-huh. Um, as far as like changing the name, first of all, I am awful at naming things mm-hmm. and grit. I like your name. Just came to me. I had a full list of things that I considered, and now looking, of course, looking back on them, I'm like, oh, those all sound stupid. But um, grit, I don't even know why I wrote it down, but I did. It didn't mean anything to me at first, but um, the more I kind of like 
considered it, the more like perfect it seemed for like Mm -hmm. my business plan and what I want to do with the business and the brand in general. Mm -hmm. Um, So I chose grit um, and kind of to represent the hard work and consistency that it takes to see a change in your skin and for the beauty industry in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have Everything tough skin. So instant these days that mm-hmm. people forget to take the time to put in the work and patience to see a change in your skin. Yeah, no, and people can be mean, so like you have to have tough skin in this industry. You have to mm-hmm. know how to just protect yourself and make sure you're all your brands are legally protected and all these things. People are vicious. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Maybe you could tell us a bit about um, advice you have for women of color starting a new starting a new brand. Like, what are some maybe you, maybe what are some mistakes or kind of good things that you did that you want other people to kind of try to imitate as much as possible, avoiding headaches. We're all about avoiding headaches. Yeah, for sure. So um, this this go around um, when I was starting up Grit Beauty Company, I definitely outsourced a lot. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of help. Definitely take your time to be legal for sure. Um, And I used LegalZoom and I'm glad I did. Um, There were some things that LegalZoom can't do for you in like the base package, but Mm -hmm. just in the base package alone, I think it was like around $300. And I like, I know that is like, to Mm. most people starting out, but it is so simple. They literally give you all of the documents and legal um, files that you need to start up your business properly. Um, And I definitely do not regret regret that investment. Like definitely invest mm-hmm. in the legal side of things to protect mm-hmm. yourself. Um, and another another thing is make your brand a part of you, but don't build your brand for you, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like um, you want to remember that you're building a brand for other people to buy your products and not just you. So that would be my two, two best pieces of advice for women of color opening, um, opening up a new business right now. I I feel like that's a lot like the advice we get on social media where we have to look at our analytics and see what's trending and see what the audience wants to hear about. It's not so much what we want to talk about, which I kind of agree with and I kind of don't. I think there's a balance to it. I think you have to talk about what you know and your experiences and people will relate to you, but also focus on on what do they want to hear about. So it's fine. It's it's like finding that delicate balance because you you want them to get to know you. You are your brand, but at the same time, you have to not think about your interests, but think about what you can teach them, what, what will serve them. Right. Yeah. Stay outside. Well, not stay, but think outside the box, you know, don't stay just in your own. Don't stay in your comfort zone for sure, Mm -hmm. because you'll be, you know, especially starting out, it feels like you're talking to yourself and most of the time you are, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, definitely like stay, 
stay up to um up to date like with your insights for sure Mm-hmm. Um, see what people are reacting to. If they don't react to anything, I mean, honestly, reshare it maybe like a week later. That's what I do. Like, hey, anybody interested? Or mm-hmm. um, did everybody see this, you know, on your story? Like implement your stories a lot on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think those those two things are like, be legal for sure. That's like number one. Mm-hmm protect yourself definitely kind of switching gears I'm interested in hearing more about your e-commerce side of your brand and maybe you could talk a bit about uh your your favorite eyelash products since that's the main component of your Instagram presence you talk a lot about eyelash extensions and I know there's a lot of products out there there's a lot of serums there's a lot of just noise and I want to know from your opinion what are you what's something that you like the best what's something you recommend to people to maintain eyelash health, stimulate it, and just make sure that their extensions last as long as possible, whatever route they choose. (laughs) The eyelash extension community right now is kind of losing their mind. Really? (laughs) Yeah, there's just so many, like, I have been lashing for, let's see, I've been certified since December of 2018, and since then... Half the things that I were taught as like staples in the lash community have been like debunked as just BS. And so it's like, yeah. And like all of these things are just like just now coming around and everyone's like finding out about it. So it's just like, ah, what do we do? Um, so as far as the lash community, um, and advice like lash products, um, how to find a lash tech whose sets last. Cause you can't really tell on Instagram whose sets mm-hmm. are lasting. Mm-hmm. Um, the number one thing you can ask before booking an appointment with the lash tech, um, that you've never seen before is ask them if they wash your lashes before the service. That alone will make a huge difference in your retention. Um, if they don't, just don't go. Don't waste your money. It's not lash extensions don't stick to dirty lashes. That's you can't just how get, it goes. You can't get your last certification in the Happy Meal box. So yeah. Just... So I mean, and definitely <laughs> do not pay for a lash extension certification if they are not teaching you to wash your lashes, your client's mm-hmm. lashes before applying. Um, and as to see like there are other certifications too i know in some states you have to have at least a cosmetology license or be an esthetician so it's interesting i know there's a lot of people that just want to get the certification and work and it's it's sketchy don't do that yeah don't do it um i know in missouri you don't actually need like a license or anything to do lash extensions so it's like the wild wild west of the beauty industry in this state. So um, just, you know, definitely do some research. Um, definitely ask, ask questions and then ask why too. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be afraid to see if they annoying. can go into the, the chemical properties of the glue that they're using. And like, right, if they go on yeah. tangents, that's a good sign. <laughs> they're nerds. You want nerds. <laughs> Um, also my favorite lash brands right now, um, for, as far as, um, 
like brand of actual lash extensions that I use. Um, right now I'm using Live Bay Lash out of Las Vegas and also KC Pro Lash Supply um, out of Kansas City. Um, I Oh, and I use the glue. My adhesive is from KC Pro Lash Supply um, and um, I'm obsessed with it. Like, Vesper glue from Casey Pro Lash Supply is the truth. Um, so um, those are my, and I really don't even use anybody else hardly at all, unless it's just like a tool or mm-hmm. um, like a, my fan. Um, it's just, you know, random people on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard. <laughs> Definitely. Do you have any like lash growth serums you recommend for people that are kind of hesitant to get lashes or like they just know they won't be good with the upkeep so they just want to grow their own? Um, that is also just an up in the air thing too. I know a lot of people have had great results with the Grandy Lash, Mm -hmm. but everything else is just, I mean, it all depends on the formula. And yeah, it depends on the so person. so many lash serums now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. my only advice is if you're going to use lash serums with extensions, is to just wash your lashes three times a day instead of two because that stuff gunks up in, in the fans and stuff because you have to leave it on after you apply it. Mm-hmm. And it oh, it leaves a residue. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. While we're on that topic, so what's your favorite treatment to perform? I know we went into a little bit of detail about this earlier with the uh, oxygen treatments, but do you have a certain kind of lash style that you really like that people can kind of come to you to find? Yeah. Um, I just started offering modified hybrids with Y lashes and. Um, my modified sets, modified hybrid sets, they replaced my hybrid sets. And I, I also did that on a whim, just like spur of the moment thing. And, um, they're my longest lasting set. They, my clients come in every four to five weeks and only need like a 60 minute fill and they're good. Um, the fallout isn't as like gappy, Mm-hmm. as a hybrid because hybrid is fan classic fan classic so it's not as um the maintenance is definitely not as high as a regular classic hybrid so that's probably okay. my favorite for now because it's my newest and um, longest lasting lowest maintenance mm-hmm. it's easy application yeah. easy for everybody I feel like when you offer low maintenance treatments and low maintenance products, like people want to come see you more because they're just like, oh, like she's not just after my money. Like she wants my product to last me a long time because she like cares about how I look. I, I, I like it when I meet other estheticians that think like that kind of, you know, do you know what I mean? They're, they're, yeah. they're not just they're not just selling you like the quick solution that's going to make you have to come back every two weeks. Yeah. Not, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that. If there's anyone listening that like they love, ha- they love their clients and they want to see them all the time. But I think that's good for like busy people too to offer them yeah. options. Yeah. Um, I definitely care about my clients 
pocketbook. Like I, because I always take into consideration, like, would I still go to a lash tech if I had to go back every two, mm-hmm. one to two weeks? Mm-hmm. Um, and I 100% would not. So um, I, you know, I care about what they think. I care about what I think, like how I look, you know, I don't want mm-hmm. my clients out here saying they have to go every two weeks, you know, um, for, especially for a hybrid. Um, so yeah, um, that's definitely my favorite. And it's, like I said, it's, it's a new thing. So, um, at first I kind of got scared. I started offering mm-hmm. it just like out of nowhere and um, switched, you know, I started transitioning all my hybrid clients to the modified hybrid. And then like, my schedule kind of like, was dead for two, two or three weeks. And I was like, Oh, my uh-huh. God. <laughs> what have I done? And then like, the next week, like they all came back because it had been like four or five weeks. And I was That's like, good. Oh my God. You can plan vacations around that. Then you can like go chill and go to go to the Cancun for a week. <laughs> Be like, okay, nobody needs me. I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, it's been great. Slow season, honestly, has been great just because I can focus on the website and stuff. So. You can relax. Yeah, you're not hunched yeah. over. Um, yeah, yeah, that's great. No, I'm I'm proud of you. I'm I'm I, I see a huge change in what you were doing before. What you were doing before is already amazing, but like I see you like you're even more of a butterfly now than you were before. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm happy. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm like nervous. Don't know what I'm doing, but still excited to like, look what I did. <laughs> yeah. It's very, it feels, it feels good when you have your own website and your own stuff and your own brand. And it's just yeah, like, okay, this is yeah. mine. So yeah, I love that feeling too. This year was to really focus on a brand, like building a strong brand too of luxury products and services so mm-hmm. and you're doing that so i'm happy thank you so maybe you can tell us just to finalize um how can we support you kind of what if people that are listening right now that want to follow in your footsteps what would you tell them if you want to follow in my footsteps um reach out to me <laughs> <laughs> I am more than happy to help anybody out if they have any questions, um, if they want a play-by-play of what I did, I will gladly tell, I will gladly help you. Um, so you could sell that on your website. You could sell like a, like an ebook kind of thing. There you I go. could, I could. I don't want to create an ebook though. So it's a lot of work. <laughs> I'll just DM you. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Well, it was a pleasure to have you on here again. I would love to hear from your sister and hear how it's going for her. So maybe I can get her on a future future episode. And thank you so much for listening. I post, well, I do my best to post episodes every Saturday. So yeah, thank you so much for your support. And it was great to hear from you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Take care. Bye. Bye. I hope that this episode was both entertaining and informative for you. Expect new episodes every Friday, so make sure you subscribe and check out my social media pages at Beauty Traducida for daily skincare content. Also, let me know if you or someone you know would like to be featured in a future episode. We would love to hear your story.